All right, so let's chat about PwC and the future of uh, the consulting firm now. It does remain under a cloud with the new chief executive being parachuted in from Singapore to rebuild the damaged business. But is that going to help with the survival of PwC's broader business, even though its government consulting arm is being sold off to a private equity firm. I'll note, it's just for $1 as well. I'm joined this morning by the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan, who's been following this saga closely. Peter, good morning to you. Okay, let's break this down. First to the sale of PwC's government business. What do we know about the buyer? Not bad, a dollar. Uh, Even though they've brought it for a dollar, though, why would they want to take on such a damaged business? Well, good morning, Tom. Yes, uh, $1 does sound like a bit of a fire sale bargain, but you have to consider the massive challenges and the liabilities here. And uh, the buyer is Allegro, which is a private equity company that specialises in uh, restructures and turnarounds. And it it is a huge challenge, given the uh, breaches of confidence, uh, working both sides of the street uh, by the old PwC government consulting arm, undermining a multinational tax avoidance law to make money money for clients who want to pay less tax. So the big change here, though, is is that unlike PwC, Allegro is only going to be working with public sector clients um, from the federal and state government departments and agencies. It won't be doing any work for corporate clients and will be a a purely government business to eliminate the sort of conflicts that uh, PwC has got into so much hot water about. Things are moving pretty quickly and Allegro's hope is to have a binding deal on this by the end of July. And uh, Chief Executive Kevin Burrows is uh, set to be parachuted into Sydney pretty soon. And of course, this is really critical for PwC staff caught up in this. You've got 130 partners and up to 2,000 staff who'll be moving over to Allegro once this deal goes through. The investigative author and former policy advisor Tom Ravlich says it's not just about rebuilding trust and confidence, even though that's critically important, but it's also about protecting the jobs of these PwC staff who did nothing wrong, but they're in jeopardy. I'm not sure that it'll be enough to satisfy the federal government. So there are going to be challenges for the firm to actually persuade people in both government and outside of the firm in the broader community that things have changed. So given what we've seen, is PwC a weaker operation because of this? It may be too early to tell whether the firm is weaker for it in the long run, but certainly the firm will not have wanted to do this and it hasn't done this lightly. But in some respects, it will have had to have done so because there are jobs on the line if the firm's reputation continues to suffer. So when you talk about jobs on the line, but there are thousands of staff who weren't involved in any of this and they're suffering already. Not everyone has a, has a lapse of judgment, such as the ones we've seen documented by the Tax Practitioners Board, and they do suffer. Investigative journalist Tom Ravlich there, and Peter Ryan is with me in the studio. So, Peter, in addition to not taking on corporate clients, this buyer, Allegro, I mean, what else can Allegro do to remove the blemish of bad behaviour at PwC? Well, uh, this might be a bit surprising to some listeners, but I'm told the new company will actually have a proper corporate structure with strong corporate governance. You would have thought that would have already been there. Already existed, perhaps, yeah. There there will be a board and there'll be directors to oversee the new 
new business that's being bought and to appoint a, a chief executive. So moving from a partnership under PwC to a proper company, a search has already begun to set up that board and the word is out to find the right chairman to ensure there's much sharper governance that wins back the confidence of uh, government and public sector clients. You mentioned there Kevin Burrows a minute ago. Just finally, what do we know about Kevin Burrows, the new CEO for PwC Australia? Well, Kevin Burrows is a long-time PwC partner who's been parachuted in because there are none of his fingerprints at all on this. He didn't oversee any of this. He's currently the firm's global clients leader, moving in from Singapore to Sydney. He'll replace the acting chief executive, Kristen Stubbins. He's known inside PwC as a top troubleshooter, crisis manager and governance expert, but he'll have his work cut out here, of course. He has to convince everyone, uh, including government and staff, that this is real reform uh, rather than damage control or self-preservation. By the way, the acting CEO, Kristen Stubbins, is set to face a New South Wales parliamentary committee looking at uh, consulting. That's later on this morning. Probably fair to say the appointment of a new chief executive gives her cover against answering some of those tough questions also while a federal police investigation is underway. Peter, thanks as always for joining us. Peter Ryan there, the ABC senior business correspondent.